Well, first off, I think I would like to dedicate the show before we even start. I would like to dedicate this show to baby Jessica, who fell in that well mm. in the late 1980s. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do. I yeah. do. Uh, I wasn't there, but I heard about it. Um, rumor has it you fled the scene pretty quick. And I would also, could I add a dedication? Yes, of I mean, course, baby yes. Jessica, like, by the way, is she still a baby? No, no. She, I actually heard that she uh, recently became an adult, or it might not have been as recent. But I did, I do know that uh, for a while, people were in, in, bar, in bar culture, you know, when they would say, don't baby Jessica me, it was, don't give me well well drinks. Oh, interesting. That feels offensive to the baby population that have fallen down wells. That have been stuck in wells. Yeah. Uh, that's is, oh, so who are you soon. dedicating to? The gender studies in Pakistan. Is that real? Uh, unfortunately, my friend, yes. One of uh, Uncle Biden's like, uh, we're going to give you your own money back, usher in socialism without calling it socialism kind of yeah, things he yeah. did where I think it was one of the stimulus check packages where people get 600 bucks mm -hmm. in that, like whatever it is, trillion dollar spending bill, a lot of money was also dedicated to gender studies in Pakistan. Hmm. And I think we could all agree there's some challenges we have in our country. Yes. And I think we could also agree those challenges would be greatly lessened if we would have sent more money to gender studies in Pakistan. Well, you have to unpack that a little bit. Take it one step further. The challenges that we face today in the United States would be lessened had we a clear picture on genders in Pakistan. Uh and if we could digress for just a second, uh, United States, that feels like a hateful term. Um, okay. So I just want to put that out there. All right. Well, now that we're through the dedication, um, welcome to the show. This is going to be an interesting one. I don't know, don't know where this is going to go. I can't make any promises, but we have JP Sears back with us. Um, you know, Jay, well, this is the first one that you've been on since you've actually become part of the Black Rifle family. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, <laughs> and happy to be part of the family. Yeah. You're like, I'm, ha I'm happy to be here. Is that in my contract? Yeah. I'm happy to be here. I am very obligated to be happy to be here. And Jared, <laughs> the, the, I don't know what we're going to get into today. But what I can say with confidence, I'm pretty certain we're just going to follow the science. We are. We are. Which, if anyone has paid attention to anything within the last six months... You know what? Before I even say that, I want to say this. When people say, follow the science, I just want to point out the Challenger space shuttle mission. <laughs> because a bunch of the smartest people in the world got together and still blew up a space shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to take some wind out of your sails. Yeah. But even the smartest people in the world fuck up. Mm. <laughs> Let's not acknowledge that. <laughs> oh, that doesn't not, help our narrative. That's not convenient. Yeah. And also, if we want to make it more convenient yeah. as we forget that, we could also realize that 99% of the time when we're saying follow the science, we're really saying follow what the TV says. Yeah, stop, stop questioning what I say right now. Which it's is unscientific. I listened to Neil deGrasse Tyson, one of his recent appearances on Rogan, 
And he said, you know, this whole thing of like, silence the debate by using this Trump card, follow the science. He said, that's the most unscientific thing you could do. Yeah, yeah, Scientists well, are always the, challenging How each many other? times has science done a 180 because of a discovery? I mean, I'm pretty sure that is science. You follow the science <laughs> long enough, it's going to 180. <laughs> Earth is flat? Well, new science is in. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I mean, you drive, you drive a very poignant point. Well. Is that, yeah, you could have said follow the science during the Earth is Flat debate yeah. in the 1400s. Yeah, did they, were they killing people for advocating otherwise? Like, hey, the earth is round and they're like, hey, that's misinformation. I believe so. I believe gonna... they killed people that knew math. Okay. Um, either that's a fact and there's history behind it or it was something Heather said um, recently when we were writing a skit about burning her for being a witch. Okay. So it's Which one of those. Also sounds scientific. Yeah, it's Does one of those she identify as a scientist? I'm unsure. Mm, I like that. You're very non-binary yeah. with regard to Heather's scientificness. Or scientific, uh, what do you, identification? What, do, what is that called? What is the pronoun for a scientist? Well, I, it, wouldn't it just be scientist? I'm unsure. Mm, is that your pronoun? Man, now I'm in a loop. But that's a, that's a healthy, uh, healthy, I know, I know more than a few incidents where a patient got the wrong leg amputated. Yeah. The wrong leg. Again, like why, why do people, let's, let's, let's go into that blind trust. Yeah. Blind trust. Where does it come from? Does it come from laziness? Well, I would, does it come from fear? I would think both. Yeah. You know, first off, it's super, you know, laziness front. Like, hey, if you don't have to do your own thinking, like you get to sit on the mental couch. And then the fearful part, you know, I, I think anyone who tries to get people to blindly trust them, whether it's an organization, a company, a religion, a body of politicians, they tend to be using fear and intimidation to scare people into handing... To collect. I think, I think the fear is to collect. How do you organize? I mean, we can take this all the way back to... You know, our beginning civilizations, the Greek and Roman Empire and things like that, where we needed to, to progress from Cro-Magnum tribal uh, existence into society, to, to being organized. How do you program a, a moral compass? And you, we used fear yeah. of an afterlife. Hey, when if you are um, you disobeying these ten things, mm -hmm. another weird thing. I don't know why being gay wasn't on the ten things that you weren't allowed to do, but we we don't have to get into that. <laughs> like you would think that if it was not important, we're really gonna yeah. we put it on there. It'd be eleven. Yeah, and, and then make sure you're vaccinated. Yeah, it's like May, 12. twelve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we used we used the scare tactic. Of, I mean, it's no different than. You know, me telling my kids when they're pissing me off that I'm calling Santa. Yeah. Like, I, I'm getting on the phone with Santa. I'm trying to get you to do what I want to do by using something that you fear. Yeah. And, and in that micro moment of you saying that to your children, you know, as a parent, I think what you're trying to do is to temporarily, you know, get your kids to hand over their freedom. Like, not in a bad way, but like, Hey, they're like writing on the walls or causing too yeah. much noise. 
they're doing that because they're free and like healthy boundaries are like, we're going to temporarily take away a bit of your freedom. And fear is the best way to do that, that we know of. How uh, to get you to do what I want you to do at that moment. 100%. Yes. But then if we extrapolate that, like, okay, now you're not a loving parent anymore. And it's not using fear to temporarily uh, shape someone else's freedom. But now you're doing it in an unhealthy way. We're still using fear. In fact, I don't know if you can control people without, without fear. fear. Yeah. And, and especially in a way that's not... Well, their... it would be bribes. You would have to go to the other end of the spectrum. You could control mass amounts of people with promises of, of, of you know, items or... Yeah. And I would almost say that's like a low degree of fear because like in that micro moment... FOMO. You're, FOMO. You, you're, you're utilizing FOMO when you use bribery. bribery. 100%. Because someone fears losing what they never had. Like you get this but you have to give up this. Yeah. That's, oh, cool. I'll, I want that bribe because I'm afraid of going without it because I've already mentally gone there. Oh, yeah. And then you turn it into a pyramid scheme and you say, if you get 10 people yeah. to get the shot, you get a new BMW. Well, I need to That'd get a new BMW. You know what? Maybe that's next. Incentivizing <laughs> citizens to make their friends get vaccinated. I would love to see it turn into a pyramid scheme. Like It'd be great. I think they're, they've got to be on the verge. Like by I mean, me- they've really taken all the weight out of their sails this week with the the whole remasking. Now there's no now now you've just told everybody that the vaccine was bullshit. Yeah, like so, yeah. I I agree, and I've my personal opinion based on me looking not at the mainstream narrative. I look at the vaccine. I'm like, well, I'm I'm not confident that this is actually helpful. I'm not confident that it's not harmful. I don't know for sure, but it's like I'm skeptical. But if we just went to like, hey, we're in the back room with Joe and, you know, he's fucking laying on the floor. But the people that are running Joe, if we knew like, okay, this vaccine, it's like, it's helpful-ish, not harmful, but helpful-ish. If we just go to that reality for a second, what do you think their move should have been if we were advising them? Like, all right, if you're looking to get people to be compliant. Wait a minute. I think we made a mistake, Dave. We've got to... We got to reel this back. We can't even talk about this. The last time we did, it got deleted. Oh, did it? It did. We can't even have this conversation. Which feels... Wow. Well, for, that, that says a lot right there, ladies and gentlemen. But, it, like, <laughs> but it's for our protection. It is for our safety. It's for the health of everyone else. We cannot even continue down this. I have, I have, I have a, a serious question for you. I'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts. With someone like the president that we have right now, Mm. who is in charge of the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. Mm. You would think like, I I would think that putting, putting, putting us out of our shoes for a minute, like, what do you think under other countries? Look at like, like me, if I was the leader of another country that was fairly had their shit together, you know, like Switzerland or something, I would raise my hand in those big fucking world summit meetings and go, Hey, you guys need to pick a new one. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't send the dumb dumb <laughs> to sit at the tape. Like, hey, like, like what if they all got together and they told the American people, like, try again. Yeah. Like this, no, we're not playing this game. Like this dude's an idiot. <laughs> like he is sick. He needs to be in a home. Yeah. Like 
that's what blows my mind is there's no accountability to this at all. It's like, wait, we voted in a mindless, dumb idiot. Yeah. And no one is raising their hand going. Yeah. And, and you know, behind the scenes, they're all saying what we're saying. You know, the the president of Switzerland, he's not like that Biden. He's like, dude, I wish I could fucking say this. I've heard from personal, and I won't get too detailed with it because I don't want anybody on a witch hunt or getting in trouble, but I've heard from the horse's mouth, from people that are on on that job site that are working right next to him, they have said it is much worse than you that you could even imagine. Is that right? Yeah. Because you got to think the the shit we see, like CNN Town Hall, which was just like, wow. Where they know they have to show something, otherwise everybody... Goes, yeah. I mean, just Don Lemon's stupid fucking face the other day. Like, looking at him, like, with... Like, John Don Lemon trying, like... I can't even take the guy seriously yeah. because with all his convictions that he constantly gets on and grandstands on the news with, and then he'll stand in front of that idiot and shake his head like he is the most amazing, wise person. It's like, okay, you're full of shit and you're a paid little muppet. Yeah. Don Lemon's a piece of shit. Yeah, I can't disagree. And yeah. and, and I think, uh, P.S., everybody at CNN... Most mainstream media are soulless pieces of shit. And I say that scientifically. Yeah. I mean, it's not conjecture. It's just objectively, you're actively deceiving people in a way that's not in their best interest. You're You're manipulating the public. Yes, you are are taking part in... Because you know they all know. This is all back channel. These are are all meetings that are held. Hey, guys, this is what we're going to be doing. We need everybody to fall in line. Your job depends on it. Like, yeah. So it, like the CNN town hall where Biden is at his best, which is still horrible. I mean, I'd imagine they have him on like all the Adderall, all the like, just cool. He's super well slept. He's like stimulated electroshocks backstage. But then when, you know, if the horse's mouth is right, where it's like, hey, behind the scenes, it's much worse. What, like, who's running it? That's a good question. Like, I'd imagine, because we don't, but they've kept themselves hidden well. That's why they left power. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. They've, they've done a good job making sure that no one knows who the real one is. But that's the, honestly, you can't hate the, you can't hate the, the, the player. You got to hate the game. Because they're doing real well. Yeah. They're doing a very good job. They are. Like whoever, whoever it was that was like, I want him to be put in place. They succeeded and they still don't have our eyes on the right spot. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. Yeah. They, like they know, we know it's an illusion, but they also know we don't know where the illusion's coming where from. Where the puppet master is. 100%. What's and, your prediction for the future? Uh, how far into the future are we talking about? Because I, I want to tap into the right timeline. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go 10, 10 years. Well, what do you think is years. the next big like wave milestone that's going to reshape the United States like and how things... Because we are sitting in a very weird time. We're yeah. like... Um, I'll let you go and then and then I'll kind of talk about my theory on yeah. uh, what social media did to the public. Cool. And I'll correct you if you're wrong. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> 10 years into the future, um, 
um, we're going dark. You ready? Yeah. We're, we're, um, mm, I'm picking up less freedoms. Okay. People who are willing to give up their freedoms have way less freedoms. People who are not willing to give up their freedoms are free and sovereign, oddly enough. I see uh, the political system is, uh, I know it's currently a puppet show, but it will become a puppet show where nobody believes it anymore. And the U.S. dollar is um, being aggressively abandoned for Bitcoin and other cryptos. Mm, Really? And uh, what do you think the tipping point fix for that is? Do you think that starts a war? Mm, funny, funny you ask about a war. Yeah. Um, I sense China getting aggressive. Ooh. I sense current. But do you think it's going to be over in Taiwan and Japan first? I yeah, I do. Do you want me to think that? Because uh, I think you want me to think that. And yes, no, no, no yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's over there. Mm-hmm. So, um, and fucking great coffee. We yeah. got to, yeah. that's the positive. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shitty world. I kind of think, I kind of think uh, we are opened up right now for kind of a ready player one situation. Like imagine like, like, like a camouflaged Messiah comes in in two years and offers this new virtual reality mm. sim world. Hey guys, check this out. It's free actually if you uh, sign up. Mm-hmm. But really, you know, it's an advertiser's dream. And so you convert as many Americans to the new virtual reality world as you can. Mm. You make trillions of dollars in advertising and you've, you've now forced them all to be unhealthy because now they're spending all of their free time in virtual reality they're getting overweight. Food quality is going lower. Like, like, like we've now, we've now essentially disarmed the population because we made you all fat, unhealthy, hard of breathing. Like, uh, and we've kept you docile because all you want to do is achieve inside the, I think social media, Instagram, and Facebook was the first phase of creating an addiction to, to achieving something that's not tangibly real. Yeah. So guess what? You could, you could be famous in the virtual reality world. Yeah. You can be rich in you, the virtual reality world. You can be free in the virtual reality world. Do whatever world. you want. Yeah. Go hug go, people there. You can kill. You can, you can pretend you're in Star Wars. You can have sex with anime characters. You know, this is going to... I think, I think that's the wave. Yeah. It, I mean, if we went there, talk about a... A very controllable population. Yes. They're in this, not aside from like all the factors you mentioned, but they're literally plugged in. It, like, and also what influ- influences, what propaganda is being washed through their brain in this world. Because you can, you can provide instant incentives that aren't real. So if you're the programmer of the world, hey, you get a hundred thousand credits inside virtual reality to, to buy whatever you want. If you watch our three-minute video, yeah, how many people do that? Yeah, 
Like, I mean, well, it's hundred thousand so, credits. So we've been conditioned with in-app purchasing. How many people? I mean, have you have you ever dug into the addiction to app games, app-based games? Like, I haven't. No. Oh my god! I went down that rabbit hole recently. Like, just watching some things about people. There, there are millions of people that are addicted to Candy Crush, to like spending their life savings on really? in-app upgrades. Wow. Like this is the, this is first, this is phase one. Phase one is with the phone. Now next is the virtual world. Well, yeah. And, and maybe phase point five was the TV and, and we've all seen like CNN rating, like all mainstream media's ratings are going drastically lower. And I think they, whoever they are, know that that's, that's TV is becoming a less and less effective way to control people and influence them. So yeah, your theory of then social media and then this ready player one world. Instagram has taken captive on millions of, of people that have chased uh, fame and there's a very good documentary on HBO. Have you seen that? Uh, Is it social dilemma? Fuck. I don't remember. Social dilemma. Is it where they, they build the three Instagram uh, influencers. Oh, I think that's a different thing. I which I don't think I've seen. You got to watch that one. It's yeah. very interesting. Okay, but it also is eye opening. That you're like, oh god. My wife watched that one and told me about it, and I was like, whoa. By the way, um, you know, I'm Instagram famous. What is the threshold for Instagram famous, dude? It's just like, being able to say the fucking word. Instagram and, famous and having a, enough emotional void inside to need to say the word. I, Jared, yeah, am Instagram famous. That that hurt. But I and you're not. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. No check mark. Yeah. Wow. Why are you sitting on the floor? Oh man, know our places. You have no idea. (laughs) That uh, that is that's hurtful. It's been a long time, but honestly, I deserve it. I accept, uh, I accept my lack of Instagram verification because I, my own behavior was the reason behind it. Mm, what would you, would you do? Um, first off, I have visited Instagram headquarters. Mm-hmm. I toured the facility and was made aware there that there are only seven employees at Instagram that handle verification. Is that right? They all each handle uh, verticals behind it. So one person is just in charge of professional athletes and authors. So first off, that's a bottleneck because everybody on the planet is trying to get verified yeah. and you're, someone has to go and there's one person. So you're waiting in a line that is very, very long. You're, you're talking, you know, Disneyland in the middle of July, uh, <laughs> In Orlando, you know, when it's Chinese summer. (laughs) Uh, Very long line. Lots Mm. of turns. I did, in fact, get my chance. And when they reviewed me, I had a website on my Instagram profile that didn't exist. Uh, As a joke. It was letsdogayshit.com. And so when they... That's a great And and the verification process, though is to ensure that you are who you say you are and you're connected to all the things. So they, they first check, do you have a Facebook fan page? It's verified. Great. 
you you are connected to that. All right, you have a website. Let's make sure that works. Ooh, that's a fake website. Sorry. You Next. Were, so you, I got my one shot. Wow. And I got denied. And it, you were literally denied because you weren't doing gay shit. Uh, it, if I had the website, if they had clicked the website and the website launched, I would have uh, probably gotten a thumbs up. But what do you think it has cost you in your life, both personally and professionally, not being Instagram verified? Now, now for me, the Instagram verification makes my life a little bit easier. And here's why. Because I am in charge of our business development and strategic partnerships, meaning Evan points at a market and says, go find the best people over there that we want to partner with. So I have to cold reach out to a lot of people. If I had that blue check mark, it would negate me moved to their request folder and put me directly into their inbox up top. Mm -hmm. And that blue check mark does have an associated association in the brain of importance. It does. So someone actually clicks to read who is messaging me. So would that have helped me a little bit? Yes, it would have saved me a little bit of time. But do I still get the people that I go after? I do. <laughs> and let's take this to another level, Jared. It feels important. <clears throat> I think you're deflecting from your heart. Zero to 10... <laughs> How much pain has it caused you not having the blue check mark? You know, I mean, you're going to make me unpack how many times I've watched somebody gasp and go, hmm, not verified. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and then I have to look at other people that have accomplished, you know, one thirtieth of what I have, you know, somehow get verified. It's, so then there's some sort of like anger associated with it, whereas... Why him and not me? But then again, if I wanted to game the system, I could, but I choose not to. If I wanted to instantly get verified, I would run for a public office. Yeah. Because that is a requirement now. Hmm. You... But I don't want to game the system. I would like, I would like Instagram to review me for me. Yeah. I, or maybe I, I have to make eight more movies. Yeah. And then I'll get it. Yeah. You've been through a lot. Thank you for this immense display of vulnerability. You know, I brought it up as a joke, but obviously we discovered something very real going on in your heart. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of rich um, adversity. Agreed. But think how much joy you can bring to other people with that blue check mark. Yeah. Even if you just comment on your normal, regular friends that you may have had as you grew up before you got Instagram famous. I, I imagine that makes them feel important because their mm. other normal friends sees a blue check mark commenting and they're like, wow, that guy, that guy must be important if a blue check mark is going to comment. Could be. Yeah. I actually never thought of that. Yeah. My, uh, I've got a seven month old son at yeah. home and has a blue check mark. As well. <clears throat> no, but oh, he, was, he told me uh, uh, the other day, daddy, the reason why I love you is because you have a blue check mark. It, so I already see the difference it's making in my son's life. Wow. Yeah, my kids have never mentioned that. And I wonder if that's because of their, their uh, shameful. Yeah, oh, they, they are. They told you? Uh, I can sense it. I mean, I'm following the science here. <laughs> I can sense it. Yeah. They're ashamed <laughs> of their dad. Oh, man. This is, yeah, yeah. 
This is sad, but this is where is. we're headed. Yeah. See, so I have a, th- I, I, I have a theory. I've <laughs> talked about this before. And, and here, is, here is my timeline. And I would love to hear your science behind it. Mm-hmm. Facebook opened to the public in 2009. Before you had to have a .edu at email address, which I didn't have because I didn't go to college. I think college is stupid and made up. Same. Yeah. Um, I was having a discussion today about it. I don't understand the business model behind it. I'm paying you to teach me, but then you're going to tell me what the schedule is that I'm being taught or, or, or I have to give you things back. And then you're going to tell me, oh, well, this, you're, you're horrible at this. Get out of here. No, I paid you. Yeah. You just need to give me what I paid you for. I think that would work much better in the medical field. Yeah. If you could just... <laughs> hey, I went through the certification. Listen, I Give paid. Me, where's my scalpel? Yeah. Like, like I paid. <laughs> Your check cleared. Yeah. Let me through. Um, so Facebook opens up in 2009 to regular schmoes. Mm-hmm. I would say... Uh, and then late 2011 <clears throat> is when Facebook launches Pages. That was the first yeah. time you could have a fan page of something. Before yeah. then, you only had personal accounts. A lot of people don't remember this like, like, or even think about it. I do because this was like when I discovered business, you know, this being a marketing tool. So those pages opened up and the population and the behavior back in 2011 to 2013, it was so fresh that when you followed something you liked, you engaged with it constantly. Because also too, what else did you have to do? The YouTube was still in its infancy. You only, you had, you know, like top 10 or 15 YouTube stars in 2010 to 2013, you know, you name, you know, Epic Mealtime. Yeah. Big deal. Oh my God, a million views meant something back then. Like yeah. it meant, it meant like big, oh my God, these guys are famous. Yeah. I, I want to meet them. I want to cook with them. I want to hang out with them. So you had the, the mass, the mass of the population started becoming accustomed to, oh, I could find a Facebook page that is just about, and you can name anything you want, you know, house plants that, that also are uh, spices. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, wow. I can like this page and I get shown cool house plants that I like and I comment on it and everything. And I'm, I'm super amped. Yeah. That also opened the gates for regular people to become famous. Yeah. Some sort of fame. And between 2012 and 2016, I, I feel like it was celebrated. Like people that you went to high school with or grew up with, people that you knew personally, all of a sudden, you know, a couple you saw rising in popularity before your eyes. Like where you were like, man, I remember, and I, I'm doing this off of, off of personal experience as well. I remember when you were just making these stupid videos in your yard and now hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people are watching them. Every, you know, everybody uh, in the military knows who you are. Like th- this is, this is a climbing and they were, it was celebrated. But then 2018 kind of rounded 17, 18, then the attitude changed and it was kind of a, why, why not me? Hmm. Why, why did that person get fame and riches and all this stuff? And 
I didn't. Like, I can take a picture of my food and my drink, and I can take a picture of my legs at my apartment pool and say, living my best life every morning. <laughs> By the way, I make fun of that constantly. If you are a girl that does that, get a fucking job. <laughs> You're living your best life at the apartment pool. <laughs> but, uh, on it, well, I can, I can be devil's advocate to that too. If, if you chose that apartment for that pool and you're getting your use out of it, then yes, you are living your best life. Yeah. Um, there was a why me. Yeah. And that why me tipping point spawned the outrage culture. How do I, a regular person, get likes and comments? Well, mm. I need to be offended about something because it sparks engagement. Yeah. People will argue with me. If I can't be great, I'll be a victim. There you go. I'll be great at being and a victim. And then 18 was our was kind of our shift where everybody had to have an opinion on one side or the other. And that's when the polarization started. That's what I feel. What yeah. do you think? What did you, like, Like when did you start? Well, scientifically, that everything you said is true. <clears throat> and, and I, yeah, I think that's a very astute look at the timeline. Can you define astute? Dave, do you have a definition I literally, of astute? astute. I think Is that it's with an E. Uh, two E's, okay. three S's, and half a T. Okay. <clears throat> All right. All right. So Continue. On Wikipedia. Yeah. It's uh, Greek. Yeah. From it's, origins. It's Greek, Greek or, for or, yeah. the Roman word of goddess. Okay. <laughs> I can't define the stoop. But so, like, first off, like, I, I think you and I have similar ish timelines. Like, I started comedy videos in late 2014 and. By 2016, like, you know, like people yeah. I went to high school with like, oh, JP, that's kind of cool. Oh, my God. So this, this, and then the, yeah, the outrage culture, I remember because of it, I think it was March of 2017. That's when I made a video called How to Get Offended. Yeah. And that was a reflection, my first reflection of outrage culture. Yeah. And so it had... Because it started micro, though. In 2017, it started on a couple very poignant subjects that, if you think about now, are, are fucking minute. It was really dumb. Right. But everybody had one side or the other. It, it's like, yeah, outrage culture was still niche enough that it, it was, was kind of like gay marriage, I think. It was. Like, like, like that's what it's, it was. Like that, and that's what people don't realize is how, like... Man, in, in 2005, like, it was celebrated if you hated gay people. Like, that was the fucking general consensus of, like, like, like in a circle, it was like, everybody was, like, backing you. That was only 16 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was. I remember the second episode of The X-Files was about a congressman hiding the fact that he was gay. And, like, yeah. that was, that was, like, like, they were using it as a bribing tool. And yeah. you think about that now, like... What? <laughs> yeah, like, and that was only 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, and now it's like, like, oh, you're gay. Like, big deal. Like, don't care. Good, good for you. Yeah. And let's talk about something else. Yeah. Like, it, um, it just, a case in point now, uh, outrage culture is literally everywhere. My wife just posted a picture on her Instagram side by side photos. One was she was 32 weeks pregnant. And then the next photo is the baby being 32 weeks old. It'd and she's like, I, I, you know, I lost a lot of weight. Well, she lost yeah. a lot of weight, but yeah. that's not what it was about. Okay. 
but it was just like, hey, here's a cool picture. 32 weeks in u- utero and now out of utero. And someone, th- there were outrage comments on it. One was, do you know how insensitive this is to women who can't get pregnant or infertile? So it being everywhere and, and it's like... I mean, wouldn't that mean any picture of a child is insensitive to women who are infertile? Yes, Jared. So we, we be- need to ban, we need to start the process to ban school photos. Yeah. This is what this is about. And some people don't have cameras, so fuck photos. Uh, If we want to be logical, we'd ask those questions. Yeah. But yeah, now outrage culture is literally everywhere. and With every subject. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Hot sauce is insensitive. 100%. And I I think one, one underlying truth with outrage culture, as ridiculous as it is, but we have to ask, like, why has it gotten so big involving so many people? And I think it goes back to the, if you can't be great, be a victim. And what that comes from is all people have a need to feel significant. And you're going to feel significant either by doing something good that contributes to the world around you, or you'll feel significant by being an asshole. And... The pathway to feeling significant, getting your emotional needs met as I feel significant, the pathway to doing that through I'm being an asshole, I'm behaving like a cancerous society, that's a lower bar to entry. Yeah. but you can, the, Anybody can do that. Anybody. It, I'll take out your phone right now, be an asshole, you're done. But the pathway to feeling significant because you're doing great in the world, you're making funny shit, you're helping bring smiles to people's faces. That's a higher bar to entry. Like it's going to take months, if not years to do that. But we've also taken a lot of credit away from that now. Like people, like, like, like this outrage culture has become so cancerous that now it's like the one, the one bad joke you made or, or the one thing you said when it was completely socially acceptable. Yeah. Um, 15 years ago, like, like now it's, it's, Oh, we are devalue everything else that you've ever done yeah. in your career because of something you said that was perfectly fine back then. Yeah. And as ridiculous that as that is, like if you would have, you know, looked at my school work when I was eight years old in second grade, you could look at that and be like, JP, you are a fucking idiot. If I'm judging you based on your past, we're all fucking idiots if you judge us based on our past. Yeah. And you're a fucking idiot if you're judging someone based on their past because growth and evolving is part of life, not only at a personal level, but our cultural values change. Some of them for the better, others for the like more outraged Marxism destruction. But I, I think looking at someone like, hey, this joke you made 15 years ago, fucking canceled, Jared. That's as stupid as judging someone's intelligence based on when they were in second grade. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really, it's really dumb. It, a lot of the public is lax and is blinded by emotional intelligence. And it's like this, this want and earn for attention has taken the front seat and precedence over everything else. And that is what uh, is very disappointing. Yeah. Because I don't know where we go. Yeah. You know, I don't either. But if I was just pretending to have an opinion for a second, I think where we go 
is continue doing our best focusing on what matters most. You know, it's like the the focusing on the light. You know, you doing the work you're doing, Black Rifle doing this fucking awesome work it's doing. You doing anybody who feels a sense of purpose, focusing on that and putting your attention and action on that cuz I do believe goodness always wins. I think when our tensions diverted from a great purpose that contributes to a better world and we divert our attention onto the cancers of society and interacting with the the cancel culture guess what now we're brought down to their level yeah but it's kind of like crabs in a bucket so it's like if you're climbing out of the fucking bucket keep climbing to a higher elevation that's people on purpose and there's always going to be try to someone trying to pull you down but as long as you don't like reach down to engage with them, you're going to be better off, I think. Yeah. And, and I don't think that's like that. Where do we go from here? I don't think that solves anything. Well, it was like your post about Black Rifle, though it was inundated with a bunch of, of naysayers condemning you for your support towards us. It, it had incredible engagement. 100%. Like a lot of people liked it. Yeah. Just on par with any other thing. So it's like... And that's one thing I was trying to, the, the comments that I did engage with is I was trying to pull them into real numbers. Like you need to understand reality. Yeah. You are a small, small minority and I don't care. Yeah. And if you were not a small minority, you would see all of our numbers going like this. You would see people jumping ship. If we had really pissed off our fans, you would see my numbers go down. I wouldn't have grown 3,000 people in the last week. Yeah. Okay. When that number changes, then I'm going to reevaluate what I did, said, or made that could have, have upset the people that have supported me. I'll do that when that number starts sinking. That number never sank. Yeah. I don't have to. Indeed, man. It, which case in point, uh, I don't know why I say case in point. Yeah. This is, definitely, science, this is a scientific, scientific show. Scientific analysis yeah. from the Wuhan lab case in point is. I think when we see the negative outrage stuff as cancerous as cancerous as that is, making sure we see the fucking immense support, you know, I know and oh, and appreciate it, hundred percent, because it's from what I understand. Now I'll be a doctor. Apparently, we all have cancer in our bodies. Oh, but is that true? Yeah. We, what? Yeah, you. Why wasn't I told about you this? You have three minutes to live. I have cancer. You do. Dave, if I have cancer. Yeah. How do you feel? You know, now that you say it, I do feel like my my lungs aren't working like they should. Yeah. And you and shortness my, of breath? Yeah. Yeah. And how's and your energy? Low? Very is low. low? Um, I feel like my liver isn't working correctly. Oh, it looks like I can um, I feel like my pancreas. Do you have it, one still? I think so. Okay. My spleen could be out of whack. I, uh, you have spleenitis yeah, too. I think my skin... Isn't functioning. I need yeah. to. I need to see a, a physician. Yeah, I immediately. Would. My hands feel clammy. Ooh, I feel like I'm talking right now. MRA. I'm. Yeah, this is scary. Yeah. Well, uh, sit with that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to be very controllable to me for the next half hour until you realize. Huh. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, as cancerous as a fucking outrage thing is, we see like, dude, almost always an immense amount of support. You know, I look at. Just as a, a little bit of objective analysis, the like versus dislike ratio on my YouTube videos, it's outrageous. You know, like 
it's typically 99% or higher likes versus dislikes. And, and it, as you mentioned, like it would be so inaccurate and such a waste of time and energy to engage. Focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. The dislikes. Because the 99% likes the Black Rifle, 99% I have to fans. tell myself that a lot. Like, because, because, like, but the fan, the the people that like us and the people that support us and everything like that, they realign me often because yeah. they will message and be like, hey, this video actually cheered me up today. This got me yeah. through this. They they do send those messages in and I, I do have to use those as a reminder, like, yeah. leave the fucking idiots alone and go make funny shit because you're making them happy. Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do have a very, very serious and personal question for you. And I hope this isn't crossing any no, lines or boundaries, but I, I do me. feel like this is the point where we, we do need to ask this of you. Um, has Jeff Bezos reached out to you to go to space yet? Yeah. yeah he just got back this morning. Yeah. Jeff, uh, Jeffrey, as he likes to be called, uh, kind yeah. of a dedication Epstein. Yeah, we were in his penis rocket. I remember most of the uh, flight. Uh, Bill Cosby was bartender there. Oh, okay. Um, but it was cool. You know, space, it's like, uh, at the end of the day, it's kind of boring. Yeah. You know, gravity, yeah, really just, hard to tinkle is without weird. It yeah, in your face. Like food things. sucks. Yeah, yeah you're, you're adding a number of things that become harder. Yeah. Uh, sleeping. It's like going camping... With no gravity and no tent. Huh. And, but no mosquitoes. That's the good part. And no wind. No wind. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm done with space. I yeah. feel... You've you checked that box. Yeah. yeah. And, but yeah, Jeff, he's all about it. Jeffy, Jeffrey. Jeff Easy. Jeff Easy. We call yeah. him Jeff Easy. Yeah, that's what he likes yeah. to be called. Dude, he's been texting me all morning. He Has won't he? stop. Yeah. From space? Uh, no, um, because Elon isn't done with... Uh, yeah. The old balloon internet, yeah. which I'm excited for. Me. Could you imagine being in the middle of the Sahara Desert and having great internet? I can, and it wouldn't make a difference to me. Yeah. Yeah. So Elon's doing internet balloons? Yeah. He's the, the internet for the whole world. You don't know about this? Uh, I don't know the details. Skylink. It launches in like a, a month or so, maybe three months. Yeah. Is that a same company as Neuralink? I'm not sure. We should, we can ask a doctor. Okay. Neuralink. No, all right. It's uh, Skylink. I, I don't even know if that's what it's called, but no, it's internet you, everywhere. You're being, you don't. You're you don't have humble. to. You when know. you buy this internet, you can connect no matter where you are. Wow! And in an airplane. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. Because there's I, no. I, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm on board now. Yeah. There's no. You're not. It's up. You know, propagation of cell waves go down and out. Yeah. When you when you connect to a satellite internet, you're as long as you've got line of sight up, you're good. Does it fry your internal organs or anything like that? They haven't. Uh, so the test studies they did did turn most of the animals to liquid, but they okay. feel like humans are far enough different from We're animals. Way that more evolved. They think we should be fine. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> that study should conclude it's safe for humans. Yeah, because no humans died in the animal control trials. No. No, yeah. zero actually. Yeah. So I mean, zero Super humans sweet. died during the testing of animals. Yeah. Uh, man, follow the science once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah, just, the science is there. It's, I find, here's what I love most about science yeah. when it comes to 
corporations, mm-hmm. pharmaceuticals, yes. and politicians. Seems to be optional. Well, in in a way, and also the funny thing about science is it seems to be impossible for them to find a result that they don't want. That is. That's what fascinates me most about the field of science. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, it's just, but science works in mysterious ways. It absolutely does. Yeah, it's not supposed to. I mean, we should, but but if you're going to trust anything. Trust the science. Trust the science. Yeah. What what do you have on the horizon? You're doing comedy tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight only. Tonight. So if you miss this episode is airing later, so you've already missed the show. Yeah. You you know, the field of comedy, it's like you do it once. Yeah. And then you're done. I've been to two of your shows and they are highly enjoyable. Have you been to two? I have. Maybe. Have you? I thought it was just one. It might have been just one. Yeah. It was, but it was like so packed with comedy. It It was was like twice. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I was supposed to go to one and then I didn't get to yeah, go. Yeah, you fell in the, asleep in the back is what happened. You did very well. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah. Um, that's what we told you when you woke up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what I have on the horizon. Oh, I would brother. love to know. Our um, new product line. Ah, like shameless self-promotion. Get I like anything. That. I mean, if you're designing something, I would love to see it. Yeah, well... Uh, something scientific. I mean, what if you designed your own COVID test that was just mm-hmm. a... It, it was just a slider that said, check if you have COVID, and it just says no. <laughs> and the, the results come back like that's actually more accurate than yeah. the shit that you put your using. finger in it and just goes, beep, no COVID. You're like, and that's all it is, is the light that says no COVID. Yeah. So you could just show somebody, like, oh, no, I have a self COVID test. And, that, and based on like the number of people who have COVID at any given time, that test would actually have probably like a 90 some percent accuracy rate. <laughs> Why not? Well, a couple of things I have going. I mean, first off, you know, doing a lot of stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. uh, comedy videos, a couple every week. Um, I've been stoked on my new Freedom line of merch. It's just, oh, yeah. I love Freedom. I'm wearing, I'm wearing one right now. We're both Texan as fuck. Yeah, we are. Because we it, both own property and take, we are landowners. And we're matching as fuck. Yeah, we're matching as fuck. M-A-F. Um, I'm Math. stoked. <laughs> Stoked on the the work I'm doing with Black Rifle. I'm just so happy. You've got a really big commercial that, uh, you know, will get greenlit today. Yeah, awesome today. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I just get a review, review the budget, and then we're... So I'm stoked about that. Uh, This probably fall, my own CBD line will be launching, Awaken CBD. Any Delta 8 involved in there? I don't... Is that COVID variant? No. Is Delta 8 THC? Yes. It, no THC. Okay. Sorry. Okay. CBD only. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You, um, JP's not about letting people get out of their minds. Yeah. yeah. Um, we want to keep you focused. Captive. Yeah. More captive and healing. <laughs> and then, you know, also I want to say, because I know we're both all about freedom. Yeah. I'm super stoked to be involved with the, it hasn't even launched, but it's going to be the first censorship resistant social media platform. Mm. How's it going to do that? It's going to run on the Bitcoin blockchain. Oh, wow. So the company itself, even if it wanted to censor people, it couldn't. Oh, wow. So it's, and there's other platforms out there that they're pledging like, hey, censorship free, which is great. We need those. But also those companies could censor you at any time. They're all yeah. centralized. As so, soon as they're threatened. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this will be decentralized. It's uh, it's called Zion. Really? And, yeah. Z- wow. Matrix. I know. I like that. Yeah. And it's going to be app? Yep. Oh, wow. It'll be app. It'll likely be launching mid-August. That's of- really cool. That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. It There's a massive problem of a lack yes. of free speech. A hundred percent. But it- the problem is, is you're fighting culture and 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 comfortability right. and the and facebook has ingrained itself into culture so deep to get people to migrate is going to be a huge challenge i mean google tried it with an unlimited yeah. budget and they couldn't do it and, and at the same time when i put on my optimistic goggles i think right now facebook twitter instagram they're I think the, people are fed up i think they're the best sales people for a yeah. decentralized yes. platform you know, if we were talking two years ago, it's like, dude, there's not enough need for no. this. Jack Dorsey is is the best salesperson for thanks, a Jack. new. What? <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jack. Thanks, he, Jack. He's great. You've done so, a swell job. I'm stoked about all that. That's great. Yeah, I'm really excited for all that. Feels good to be a part of stuff that contributes to a better world that promotes freedom. You're gonna come up here and be on shows more. Maybe we even do a micro show with you. That's a, a you, you know, like a once a monther. Oh, I'd love we don't want to be too intensive on the creative process with you. We don't want everybody to get too tired of you either. Yeah. Because which, the science would show that too much of a good thing yeah. is even better. Yeah. It's too easy to get too tired much of me. a good thing that was done on a bathroom counter today was, I think we can keep <laughs> doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we need more gender studies in Pakistan, don't we? <laughs> That's what this is all about. It's all about it. And I'm curious, what do you have coming up that you're excited about either personally or as a company? Uh, okay. So I, I'm on the verge of taking on a project that is very, very massive. Can't quite talk about yet, but it's, it's, it's very cool if all goes as I'm envisioning. Um, I would really like to try and find time to write, uh, a movie because I'm ready to film one now. And I, I've, 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 I've kind of made that decision. And my, my thought process is this, like office space is an incredible film. Mm-hmm. It has no action. It has no special effects. It is literally just conversation comedy. There's no special locations. It takes place in like six different spots and it was a great movie. Yeah. Okay. If that teaches you anything is that you can write a great movie. So my concept right now is that, and, and tell me what you think. It's, I, I would love to do a movie about me and Caleb Francis and Jack Mandeville all work at a locally owned uh, auto lube shop in Bernie, Texas, that the owner who has, it's, it's been in Bernie for, you know, 50 years has sold to a franchise. So the franchise is coming in to reflag the lube shop as like a Jiffy Lube or something. And, you know, they move in a new, you know, manager like Matt. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, you know, halting everything that we're used to. And we're trying to stop this, this acquisition. Mm-hmm. And it's just nothing but us acting like buffoons. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. Uh, I, I love what you create already. So, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Uh, it's something with Charlie Classic, Caleb, Jack, you, like all all the crew will have different pieces in there and the characters like that just, it's a story of, you know, small town getting scooped up by corporate. Yeah. And that's, I think it would be hilarious. Yeah. And how two buffoons fight the system. Yeah. 
like that. Yeah, I'm heading. So that's oh, not the massive thing that no, you can't no, talk no, about. No, 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 no. Okay. The massive thing is 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 something within our realm here at Black Rifle. We're going to be expanding a great deal when it comes to entertainment, uh, mm. and I'm jumping at the front of that train. Exciting. Yeah, that's a great train. I know you can't talk more about it, but we will right after we're exciting. done recording. Yeah. <laughs> insider information. Well, thank you for coming out here. Oh yeah, brother. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> and uh, if you are local to Texas, where else are you doing live shows? So you tell them where they can go see you live because it's a phenomenal show. Thank you, brother. Uh, man, I'll be in, I mean, all over the place. You can check my website, awakenwithjp.com. Coming mm-hmm. to an area near you. Is that website have a gender? It, it does not. It's non-binary. Okay. Not ones and zeros. Okay. It's just so like awakenwithjp.com. Yeah. All right. Nonbinary.com. Thank you. 